Hello and welcome to Called Bank. This is Nathan Mortensen. And I'm Dale Harper. So the point of this podcast is to kind of be an NBA Utah Jazz-centered podcast. And with All-Star Weekend happening the last couple days, that was going to be our main focus of this first episode. And Dale, what is your what were your thoughts on the All-Star Weekend? What was your favorite part? My favorite part was it was it was anticlimactic, but it had a lot of potential. At the end of the Rising Stars Challenge, for the last 60 seconds or so, it just turned into a dunk contest. They stopped caring about the score. Luca got a rebound and passed it to the other team so he would have a good dunk. So it was showy, but no one made a dunk. So I loved it, but it was also disappointing. So is that also your least favorite part? Or what, what's your least favorite part of, the, of All-Star Weekend? Um... All the flack that Dwayne Wade is getting for giving a nine to Aaron Gordon on the taco fall dunk. Yeah, I would have given a nine to Aaron Gordon, but besides the point. So the first event that I watched in the All-Star Weekend was the Skills Challenge. And every other event, I'm just amazed by what the players are doing. In the Skill Challenge, there's part of me that's like, so if you gave me a week to prepare for this, I'd feel semi-decent about being able to beat one of these guys. Not that I'm actually a halfway decent basketball player at all. But if you look at it, you literally dribble down through some cones, pretty much. Pass the ball into a little bin, lay up, and then go shoot a 25-foot three-pointer. And I'd be like 10-15% on the 25-foot three-pointer. But if you just haul down the court both ways, then you give me a 15% chance of beating an NBA player? I'm pretty happy with those odds. Uh, I think the skills challenge should be turned into a virtual virtual reality video game. Because uh, everything that is done there is basically can be performed in a VR headset. Did you see that they actually did like an eSports NBA 2K competition the, between players? For, for All-Star Game? For All-Star Weekend. For All-Star Weekend? Yeah, I didn't end up watching it, but I recorded it. So I need to, need to go see how that went. But... That sounds funny. Okay, so I think, so you, you talked about the dunk contest and Dwayne Wade giving flack. What was your overall take on the dunk contest did, and how things went down? Um, well, with like Dwayne Wade getting flack, did you see his tweet where it showed a gif of him just kind of blinking and it was like me when me reading my comments and thinking I wasn't the only person to give him a nine because everyone's yeah. been beating up Dwayne Wade for it. Yeah. Don't know why. Uh, my overall thoughts are... I understand why Aaron Gordon's upset, but I would have done the same thing if I was a judge. I'm not angry with the outcome. I thought it was an entertaining dunk contest, which the past several years I haven't been very entertained, so I was impressed with it. Okay. My thoughts were the judges gave Dwight Howard a 49 for his, like, seven feet away in a Superman cape with a Kobe Bryant jersey on, getting the ball tossed to him. Why, so, why was mean, Dwight Howard even invited? That's a fair question. But the second that you say, okay, Dwight Howard got a 49 on that, every other dunk in the dunk contest, by virtue of that, is a 50. Because every dunk was better than that. That's, And I've seen Dwight Howard do that in a game. It's, it's a good dunk in the game, but not in a dunk contest. Yeah, so... My thoughts are, you know, we're at the point where you're picking literally the all-stars by having the fans vote. So then you're getting, like, these random people like Kyle Kuzma 
you know, or Anthony, um, whatever the guy's name is on the Lakers, who, Caruso. Oh, Caruso, and, Taco Fall. Who was like seventh on the list of fan vote. So at that point where you're picking all-stars, which has financial implications by fan vote, why aren't we scoring the all-star, why aren't we scoring the dunk contest on Twitter? <laughs> because then nobody can complain. I, I would be okay with that if, but like maybe have the final round be scored by Twitter. Yeah, I think since I mean, you'd get some genuine, and the only concern that I could see is you just get such a myriad of scores that in the end they just always tie. But <laughs> some people were rooting for a, a shared dunk contest trophy. And you know, before that last round, maybe, but that last round was just pathetic. Since you get to the point where they've, like, planned all these dunks, then Gordon's sitting there and he's like, oh, well, the only thing I can do at this point is pull Taco Fowl from the <laughs> sideline. Like, maybe that was planned, but everything before that was just so much more uh, impressive. Uh, I wonder if he had a team who's just like, oh, there's going to be extra dunks. We have to start drying stuff up. That's act- that I have to go find the tallest the guy in the crowd. Tallest guy in the crowd. So, yeah, Taco Fowl's pretty darn tall. <laughs> We'll see if he actually ends up being anything in the next 10 seasons or so. I think that would be awesome, but the Celtics are also yeah. already good enough. He, he's so, the next John Bradley. Yeah, that's a fair... I would agree with that, possibly. He has the capability, at least. So, new All-Star Game for, format. When they announced it, I hated it. I thought it was the dumbest thing ever. I thought starting the thir- the quarters at three at zero would just be it wouldn't accomplish anything since the score was still the same in quarter four and I was a hundred percent wrong and I'm willing to admit it because that all-star game was just insane because the fans always wanted to see a game with the best players in the league playing their hardest against each other to see what it looked like and for that last quarter we finally saw what it looked like and it was kind of ugly basketball at times but it was still entertaining yeah Here's my thought. What would make quarters one through three even more impressive is if the All-Stars had to make the $100,000 donation to charity themselves the, like, if they The lost. losing side. The losing side. So the NBA <laughs> would pick up the winning side, and the losing side would have to, like, split. I mean, it's, like, $10,000. Yeah, it's over the full team. I mean, let's be honest here. There are players who walk into a game just giving the NBA, like, how many thousand dollars? Saying, well, I'm probably going to get a tech this game. Like, Draymond Green just probably writes off in his checkbook, like, okay, well, we're assuming 20 technical fouls this first half of the season, so that's, you know, a hundred grand I can't spend. Whoever budgets for Draymond Green has to put that in. And so, looking at that, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, When it came to the fourth quarter, I thought it was a blast. I was disappointed not to see any rotational players come in. I felt like that's what led to it being sloppy. Was mm-hmm. that you had people who had just been playing like 15 minutes of basketball, you know, because it took, I don't know how long it was basketball time, but it was a long stretch. Like it wasn't if, an easy 24 points. If, if Team Giannis had just put Gobert in, then Team Giannis might have won. So speaking of that, at the beginning of the game when Gobert went in, it, it took him like three, four minutes to get going. Maybe that wasn't like game time, but... The beginning, it was kind of sad watching him. And I thought, well, you know, I mean, Gobert's not the type of all-star who can just go in and 
put up like amazing points. He's not Embiid. Mm-hmm. He's not Simmons. He's not a point in five or point in three, you know. But then he picked up the pace and just started getting insane dunks. He had that amazing pass. Did you watch the end of the second uh, quarter? No, I I mainly tuned in for the second half. So he caught the he got the rebound with like two seconds left at the end of the second quarter. Outletted to Lowry, I think. And then Lowry let it go from half court and it went in. And so it was just like I mean that three points was big because that was the only reason they were still in the game mm-hmm. towards the end after their terrible quarter. Because they split the first two quarters. The third one was tied. Yeah, the third one the was tied one went because to of Gobert on that insane with, inlet pass. With uh, Gobert, like when I knew he was an excellent center, if he had played in the early 2000s or the 90s, he would have been a much bigger deal than he is today. And so because of that, I wasn't sure if he fit in with today's All-Stars. Because he's a very defensive-minded center. He's an old-school center, which I love, but that's not really where the game is going. So some people might be seeing Gobert and understand he's an excellent player, but that they, they might think that the game will soon face him out. What he proved in this game is he's not just a defensive guy. He can be an offensive guy, even against the best players in the world, and the game's not facing him out anytime soon. He's a legit star center. Yeah, absolutely. And then, I mean, looking at it, and you just had those insane players like Giannis and Embiid and Simmons who are just tall, and, I mean, everybody except for Simmons can shoot a three-pointer. He he made one in his life. He did. The (laughs) thing is, I didn't even say make a three-pointer. I said shoot a (laughs) three-pointer. And that was, like, a key point. Um, Donovan Mitchell had a pretty lackluster performance in the All-Star game. Um, didn't get a lot of minutes. He hustled, which I really liked. But I think he had the worst plus-minus on the... T- well, strike that. Going into the fourth quarter, he had the worst plus-minus. And then all the five <laughs> players had a, ended up getting a minus 10 in the fourth quarter. So I think that might have pushed them past him. But, I mean, there was a reason he was selected second to last in the selections. I love Donovan Mitchell. He's an amazing team player. He can take the ball when he needs it. But the All-Star game is all about Mm self-creation against some of the best players in the league. So the reason Gobert was able to do so well is he can create in the post. And he can get the offensive boards. And he can put them back in. And Mitchell's not going to be able to drive when you have, I mean, Davis and LeBron and Kawhi all on the floor just with their arms Uh out. And Mitchell, he's only 6'3", so... He has this, Isn't he listed as six one now after oh they after did, the sh- after he had to take his shoes off yeah uh, but so. if if you look at I think I see a lot of Dwayne Wade and Donovan Mitchell he, very similar play styles they're both kind of undersized shooting guards Mitchell a lot more than Dwayne Wade was but if you look at Dwayne Wade's early career everyone knew he was good he was a star but he did not take over games yeah. until Shaq came over and Shaq kind of helped him come into his oh, own and become man. a superstar. And I really wish that never happened because in my heart, I'm a Dallas Mavericks fan. Didn't Dallas lose to the Heat? That, yeah, we, we won the first two games in the finals and then we collapsed and lost the next four. Hey, you, so when you were supposed to win, you lost. And then when you were supposed <laughs> to get your trash kicked, 
You won yeah. against LeBron, hey, we, Dwayne Wade, we, and we helped LeBron learn how to play in the finals. So that that's why he be, beat Kevin Durant the next year. I'll take it. I'm fine with Kevin Durant losing. <laughs> I'm fine with anybody on that Rockets team losing. Actually, I never thought of that team that the player I would respect the most ten years later would be James Harden. I know because Kevin Durant was the man back then. Everyone wanted to see him win. He was the good guy, and now he's kind of played his role into being a bad guy. And and I don't blame him because he's a superstar, so everyone wants to know everything about him, and the man wants to keep his privacy. No, that's fair. And I do think it's hard when he comes out and says, like, I was tired, I wanted to play with players who could actually play instead of just athletes, talking about his uh, time in OKC. Not that I disagree with his statement, because, well... I mean, if you want to look at anything, let's look at Westbrook's stats in the All-Star game last night to see if he deserved to be there, since he might have had a worse game than Donovan Mitchell, which is saying a lot. So he scored six points. He ended up being plus one, um, which I mean, you had Jason Tatum, who scored six points but was plus seven. You had Jokic, who I was thrilled to see Gobert just outperform Jokic on all levels. Because everyone else was saying Jokic is the bane of Gobert. The bane of if, Gobert. If the Jazz have to play the Nuggets, it's game over. It's game over. And then, I mean, obviously they weren't like squaring up against each other a lot, but Mitchell scored one more point than Westbrook. Um, He was minus three instead of being... I'm honestly shocked that Westbrook was plus one because he just wasn't bringing anything to the table for that team. I feel like Westbrook is a has-been at this point, and we'll see what happens with the Houston with Houston's new setup, but I don't know. Uh, what are your thoughts on Westbrook? My Westbrook, I can see him winning something, but he is going to be the third guy on a team, and he's yeah. going to win a championship. And he, he, he has to kind of, like, he has to understand that he's not as explosive as he used to be, and so he either has to figure out a shot or figure out how to play in a system where he's not the number one or two guy. Yeah. And I mean, it's interesting since players like him who can't hit the three-point shot and live on the mid-range struggle. You have DeRozan in the Spurs right now, who's playing great statistically, but his plus-minus is not where you want it to be. When you look at his plus-minus over the past few seasons... And it's minus, 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 minus. And it's getting worse in the minus. And it's getting worse in the minus. You can't just tell me, oh, well, he's a great player. Because when your bunch lineup has a plus, then at that point, even if they would have a minus against the starters, it's the equivalent of playing the bench instead of the starters. If mm -hmm. you're, If the ball has to go through you to do anything, and you're not able to score like 35 to 40 points and get an insane amount of assists, then you're not helping your team. Well, like, you look at Kawhi Leonard, and he likes the mid-range more than probably any other shot, but he's better at three-pointers than DeMar DeRozan, and his defense is amazing, so yeah. he makes up for it on the other side of the floor. And he's efficient on offense, which DeRozan isn't always efficient. His numbers look good, but he's kind of in that Westbrook range where his numbers look good, but his efficiency is getting worse. Yeah, no, that's definitely a true statement. I think Kawhi's, Kawhi's a different animal, but we'll get into that later. So 
We loved the format of the All-Star game. Um, uh, or, wait. I, I loved it. I thought it was the best All-Star, All-Star game that I've seen since, like, Allen Iverson was playing when it was back in West versus East days. Uh, I would I I'm not a huge fan of the first three quarters. I kind of want to see them play hard all the way through. And I think a format that might encourage more substitutions, even towards the end of the game, is if they just set a goal at the beginning, say you have to score 150 or 200, and just say we're playing 10-minute quarters until we reach that point. The, no, that's definitely... That is a thought. I do think... The, I do think the second half was played really well. And I, I mean, Team Giannis came out and dominated the second quarter. And I don't think it was necessarily Team LeBron just rolling over. Um, main concern with the... I just lost a tra- my train of thought. I really... I enjoyed it. I think it would be hard to create a situation where they're playing that hard all four quarters. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the main reason there was no substitutions in the fourth quarter is because they put all their athletes out there. And so if you have Gobert out there, they're scared of him not being able to guard the three-point line, um, which he definitely can do. The reason the Jazz don't like him doing it is because he's their safety valve. So if he's guarding the three-point line, and then the ball goes over, and someone gets passed Donovan Mitchell, you have nobody in the paint. Yeah. So that's why the Jazz don't like it, because they want him in the paint to protect everybody else. I, I think the players were taking it kind of personal, the players out on the floor. They wanted to be out there, and if the coach told them to sub out, he's not their coach, so they just yeah. wouldn't sub out. Do you know how we're... they choose the coaches for the All-Star game? No. I don't, I don't know either. I'm just kind of like, so you don't get your vacation? Like, why would you want that? I mean, if I was Devin Booker, I would not have been like, oh yeah, I'll take your spot um, for, oh come on. But then again, if, if you're a basketball player and you're like, oh, I have this chance to play on the court with LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, etc., 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 that's a cool experience. Yeah. The upside for Gobert not playing the fourth qu- quarter is Gobert's not hurt. <laughs> I'm kind of like, do I want Donovan <laughs> and Gobert actually playing? Because then they're not going to be as well-rested coming back. If, if they keep a format like this where it's competitive especially towards the end, and a player gets hurt, they're going to cut that format out and just yeah. have it be just for fun after that. So I'm hoping nobody gets hurt. Cross my fingers because, I mean, we saw what happened when PG went out, Paul George went out in an Olympics game or something, and that just sucked. It was just such a downer for the league, and I'm not sure if he's still struggling with that injury, but it wouldn't surprise me if he is. So I feel like the highlight of... The highlights of the fourth quarter were Lowry, Lowry tr- taking charges. That one where LeBron, where uh, James Harden literally shoved him to the ground. And it took the referees about five seconds to blow the whistle. <laughs> I just was sitting there. Like the opposite floored. side of the court. Yeah, I don't. And Harden hit what would have been the game-winning three, and that would have been a sucky way to go down because had they not called that foul, that would have just no integrity. It's better than a free throw. <laughs> that is true. That is true. At least it was Davis, though, where you're like, he could miss these two. Uh, like, so- he's still 85% this year, but it could happen. <laughs> Embiid was so upset that it ended on a free throw. I didn't catch that. But <laughs> Afterward, I, I like, imagine. He, he was trying to talk to Davis. He's like, dude, just miss both of these. 
if we get the rebound, we'll check it to you up top. You're, you're not going to win on a free throw. <laughs> but, of course, LeBron isn't. He's going to take an easy victory when he can. So Oh, take it. And, yeah, if you get fouled down, though, it's totally fair to do that. But the other highlight was Giannis going at LeBron. And he blocked him in on mid-range. But then when he blocked him on the layup, which was just Gobert-esque, um, <laughs> looking back at the Trailblazers game. And it was about a 50-50 clean block. Not a 100% unclean block like Gobert. But... I felt like it could have went either way on the floor as to goaltending or not goaltending. I'm I'm happy that they overturned it. Since then, it would have been a one-point game. And to have that go there on a goaltend that wasn't an obvious goaltend wouldn't have been my favorite. But do you saw it. Do you think it should have been overturned? or so Because they, they called it as a goaltend on the floor, yeah, correct? they called it as a made-basket goaltend on the floor, and then... They, they should back. not have overturned that. Yeah. It, 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 it was one of those that, if you go to review... Uh, I, I don't know what the wording is for the rule in the NBA, but they kind of took the whole review thing from the NFL, right? From football. Yeah, more or less, yeah. And football is, you need to know for a fact that you called it wrong. Which is what the rule says, mind you. Whenever you watch a football game, I'm still convinced that the refs have a coin up there that they flip <laughs> half the time because sometimes which, it's insane. Which that's not how it should be done. That's not how review should be done. But I think I think it was a clean block, but with the camera angles that we had, it was you could not prove that it was, so you should have kept with the call on the floor. So in the All-Star game... I'm totally fine with them overturning it because yeah, if, it's the all-star game and I want it to be exciting. And it's all for charity, so whoever the, wins, it doesn't really matter. It's I just don't kind know. of bragging rights. I'm pretty sure Team, Gian, Team Giannis' charity is kind of like, so we walked away with 100000 and they got 400000 hey, Like, But they got to watch the all-star game and got $100,000 to do it. So that's, that's, They shouldn't I'll, really be I'll complaining. I'll, yeah, no, I'll take it. Um, so in the finals, though, let's say that's the finals fourth quarter. Over not no overturn and just the final. Well, in the finals, it's not like oh, whoever gets to this to 157 first wins. It's that's how fair. much it's time is on the clock. Po- it's yeah. just two points. No, I agree. In the finals, you overturn. You don't overturn that. But so that was pretty much the All Star weekend. Um, three point contest. Buddy Heald went out and shocked the world. I do feel like not having Dame there was. Sad. Because he, he's been the best player for the past month. Yeah, and he would have hit the 30-point Mountain Dew shots. <laughs> I, well, Because he's shooting ones. 40% from there anyway. Yeah, he would have hit those, and I think he would have walked away with it. It was exciting to see it come down to the final shot, though, to have it be one on the last money ball. I think it was honestly a pretty good three-point contest. Part of me wishes that for the three-point contest, and this would be a lot... But you had every team do their own individual three-point contest. You had every team do like their own individual skills challenge. And then somehow you whittled it down to like ten of those. It's it's like the spelling bee in fifth grade. Where every class brings their champion to the school spelling bee. Yeah, because you just totally had, in my opinion, Bojan Bogdanovic. Probably wanted his all-star break. But who's like... Top 10 in percentage and 11 in three-pointer shot. So it's not like you can argue, well, he's not. it's not like he's taking a lot. No, he's over 40% from three-pointers. 
he's had two of the best game winners. He's the only player with two uh, game winners. Unreal game winners. Unreal game winners. So I feel like Bojan should have been there. And I'm, I mean, you can go to so many other points and say who should have been there. But I mean, it would have been fun to see Bojan there. But again, Joe Ingles has made comments about how he feels snubbed, at least in certain years, not getting there. And he said, at this point, I'm going to say no, because they've snubbed me <laughs> so many years, and it's way too much fun just going and having a week and a half off. Uh, so, if, if I was a player like on the border of being a three-point contest or not, I would hope that they didn't. I feel like the All-Star game is different, because one, that has monetary, like you can make more yeah. money, and two... That's, that just has to be cool playing with the, what, like, 12 players per team, so, like, 24 best players in the world. No, that's a... All-Star game's different, but for the other things, I can totally see why it's not worth going, but... All right. Uh, Anything so, else you want to say this week? Um, Gobert proved himself as a real All-Star. Uh, even though Mitchell had a tough performance, I don't think that takes away from his legacy. He's only, what, third year? So... I think Jazz fans have something to really look forward to for the next four or five years. They have good players locked down. The only question, the main question for the rest of the season is, what is Mike Conley going to turn into? But I don't think that should be a huge worry because it's Mike Conley. He's he'll figure it out. Yeah. Okay, that does it for today's episodes. We're for today's episode we're at called bank sports on twitter without the o in sports because twitter only lets you have 15 characters and somebody else stole called bank so until something changes that's our twitter and if you have any comments please hit us up on twitter and let us know if there's anything we can do to make this podcast better thanks for listening and have a good day we will be opening a blog and we'll have lots of stuff that you can Send feedback to us. We'll have polls to figure out what your thoughts are on things. And we'll start sharing that in the podcast the more you participate. So look out for that. We'll announce it in coming up episodes. Awesome. Enjoy your week.